Welcome to today's episode. My name is Armand, and you're listening to La Chismosa Diaries, your go-to spot to get in on the tea surrounding sex, relationships, self-care, and navigating creative spaces as a bomb-ass person of color. Think of it like swapping stories with your girls over a glass of wine, or 10, all while celebrating the intersections of queerness, brownness, and creativity. everyone to La Chismosa Diaries. It's your friendly neighborhood Chismosa, Arman. Hi, welcome back. It's been a minute. Um, I have a guest with me today. You know her already. Hey guys! That is not your real voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Bella. Okay, yeah, Bella's back on the podcast. You know, we had to bring the Sagittarius baddie herself back onto right. the pod, so... Highly requested that I come back. Was it? <laughs> no, honestly, like, we love your energy. So I wanted you to be on another podcast episode because, like, hello, duh. You're my bestie. Right. I bring the fire. I'm a fire sign, too, so don't even go there. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Like... Okay. So uh, it's a new year. 2021. Oh my god, 2021, all of our problems are over. COVID's over! Oh my god. (laughs) No, I was thinking about that today, how like, when coming back into this space and like, okay, what are going to be some new topics and ideas for episodes and everything like in the new year, whatever. I was just laughing at the fact that there's been so much hype around the new year and, you know, as soon as it's 2021, all the bullshit that we dealt with in 2020 is going to be just like automatically over right which we are still dealing with covid right. we still like you know are practically in quarantine especially here in like the chicago area mm-hmm. um civil unrest yep. everything you know it's just so i always think it's kind of funny when people are like oh the brand new year is coming and like everything is just all the bad things are just gonna like end on december 31st and sorry sweetie that's just not the case right. But in that same breath, what are your New Year's resolutions? To be honest, I actually don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I'm I'm so happy that you said that that. because I actually don't either. But I want to hear why you don't first. I mean, I just feel like a new year doesn't necessarily mean that. Well, no, I just think that like New Year's resolutions are played out. Like, I just feel like. People always say that they're going to what what are the big ones like lose weight, eat healthy, whatever. You know, I just feel like those things you can do those at any time. I don't think that that needs to be like, okay, I have to do this as we get into the new year. Like, no, like if you want to do it now or you want to do it two months from now, like whatever, whenever you're ready to do it. So I just feel like I don't have any resolutions because I just feel like I don't know what I necessarily want to do better or get better at or whatever. I just feel like that's for me to learn this year like I need to learn what I want to do better at yeah I think you hit it like right on the head I just think that this whole concept of like you know waiting until the new year to like put new changes into action or whatever is like it just doesn't it it's never made sense to me because you can choose any time of the year to do that you don't have to wait until fucking January 1st to like do what you need to do whatever I I do from the perspective and the and the like 
viewpoint of motivation. Yeah. What I sure. do like about the New Year's is that because there's so much hype around resolutions yeah. and like what you're going to change and, you know, what's the New Year going to be like for you, whatever, that there is quite a bit of motivation and like energy behind people like putting things into action, right. which I can appreciate that. But this whole concept of like, oh my God, like it's the new year, like whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, baby, I could choose to do that July, November, like, you know, and I, um, and so I, when I talk about like New Year's resolutions, I'm always like, there's a little bit of an eye roll in there. Yeah. But we can though have, um, dreams, goals that we see ourselves accomplishing, reaching, you know, this year specifically, or just as we continue towards the future. So what are some of those for you? I mean, I think a big goal for me, like, um, is going back to school. Definitely this year, I want to go back to school and I'm going to leave where I'm at right now. I want to live in Miami, Mr. Theobald. <laughs> Pitbull, holla at me. No, just kidding. <laughs> but I'm dead. But no, city girls. That's literally. I'm young Miami. That's where I want to. Like, that's one of my goals is to be back in school and not to be here where I'm at now. Um, and I think also like I just want to work on everything that I previously was working on. You know, last year I want to get better at communicating and telling people you know how I feel and being able to empathize more with people and you know all of that stuff but I think that yeah I think just a big goal is to just get back into what I was doing you know last year getting in back into school and just trying to get my life back on track yeah yeah I mean there was so much that was going on, obviously, yeah. for you specifically last year, end of 2019, all yeah. of 2020, you know, and like so much growth. Yeah, no, there definitely has been a lot of growth. I will say that at the beginning of 2020, I was not in a good space at all. I, you know, was doing very unhealthy things I was coping in really unhealthy ways with a lot of like the stress and like trauma that I had been through so I mean just from then to now I like have learned so much about what healthy coping Mm -hmm. mechanisms are and just like what I need as a person in terms of like relationships with you know romantic relationships or relationships with family and stuff like that I think I've learned a lot about what I can control what I'm in control of and you know like the idea of radical acceptance I don't know if Mm. like I learned that in therapy I also learned that like in school but I think like that whole idea is just accepting the way things are as they are and like you can't change the reality of things and like you just have to control what you can control and that's something that I know for 2021 that I am really trying to like instill in my life is to just like accept the reality and move on move past it and control what I can so yeah damn welcome to the sermon over here that um, was a period that was like period took me to church preacher bella right honestly i was vibing with all of that it's so interesting to look back retrospectively obviously into 
you know, what things look like this time last year. Right. It's so incredible and amazing that you're talking about radical self-acceptance or radical acceptance. Right. You know, big words, big terminology that I think is really, really crucial in, like, our own personal journeys. Right. In, like, what this whole thing is that we call life, like, everything that, like, happens, whatever. And it's actually really interesting that you talk about accepting things for what they are yeah i i told you this like i recently joined a book club right um and i joined it for like quite a few reasons when i was younger i was a really big reader Mm. and i really wanted to kind of like try to bring back that energy and like spend more time reading and learning and educating myself versus endless scrolling on you know all the fucking apps which we'll get into fucking social media here in a second but i the first book that i you know that we were given in this book club which by the way is was started and founded by one of my absolute favorite writers and astrologers that i was so lucky to connect with on social media actually and her name is jalissa cypress you guys can find her on instagram she's literally incredible her words powerful her experiences her art is just absolutely incredible but I was lucky enough to not only be connected with her on social media but then when she was starting this whole book club thing I was like not only is this perfect because I really have been wanting to get back into taking my time like the time that I have my for myself to get back into reading and you know all of that right but it was also really crazy too because of what we were going to be exploring and it was this it was um She calls it the Blow Your Mind Book Club, and basically she described it as a book club where we're going to be reading. The reading material is is material that's going to really make you think, like, what is this simulation that we're living in, and like, what is my role here? What is my place? Like, what's the what's the purpose of this thing called life? You Mm -hmm. know. And one of the first books that we read, it it talks about you know consciousness and awareness and really like where these beings that are bigger than our physical form and one of the like main topics that we talked about is is having your perspective change from being attached to what you think should be like in quotes what should be and having acceptance for what is like what the actual reality is yeah and I think that is so it was just a really profound, like uh, an appointed message for me. And when you were talking and speaking about, you know, radical acceptance right. and all of that stuff, I mean, that's the whole point. That's the whole idea. Yeah. It's about for me and even talking about what I'm trying to achieve and reach for and accomplish right. this year. Really, it's like perspectives. Yeah. It's like all mental for me. It's like all like these perspectives where I'm like, I am looking at this in a way that honors the reality versus, you know, my personal attachments to what I wish the outcome would be or what, how I wish things would look or how I wish things would have happened or any of that. And so I'm like, so like, that's it. That's it. You know, like that's just such the vibe for me and like hearing you kind of say that as well. I mean, I think that just like gets the point across. I mean, yeah. it really runs it home for me. Yeah. So it's just so crazy too. And then now that I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking about where I was, where you were, where we were as a family, right. all of the crazy shit that was happening last year, literally like this time, January yeah. of 2020, 
and now I'm thinking about like you know this new stuff that I'm learning about how really the only thing that exists is the present and to look back to the future I mean to look back at the past and then look towards the future is like is futile in some senses because it's like they don't really exist like the past is all about experiences and memories that we have but it doesn't actually it's not it's no longer existing so then when I'm like oh but this time last year and then I'm like okay well does it am I allowing that whatever the memories are the experiences am I allowing that to hold power over me in a sense of like I have to keep reverting or not reverting but I have to keep referencing like where I was this time last year I think it's also super important to just think about like where you are at like right right here right now yeah but since we mentioned the past right (laughs) I mean that's something really to kind of look back at and be like yeah damn like I did that yeah definitely like we did that yeah every time I like start to feel like bad or I feel like I've taken steps back like I always just try to look at like the bigger picture and I just like right like sometimes it's not helpful to look at like where you were a year ago but then in terms of this like I feel like it is helpful to like look back and just be like I'm not there anymore that's not me anymore and like just to look at all the growth that I've done exactly that I mean just me but everyone right even going back to what I was saying about like resolutions where it brings that energy of motivation right I mean looking back and thinking about where I was x amount of time ago yeah is motivation for me to keep keep it pushing definitely same yeah so there's there's power in that and I like totally I totally uh respect that and I and I love to be able to to know that there is power in that right um yeah I I just think it's so crazy and I'm and I'm I'm happy where things are going right um but also like it's a day at a time sort of situation exactly and I think you kind of feel the same way where it's like you know you're taking things day by day yeah yeah because i think like it's too much to like look months from now like oh where am i gonna be months from now like no i think what i at least for me i just like to focus on yeah every day like every day is a a win if i make it through and like you know that's just what keeps me going and yeah trying to just keep it steady yeah so love that for you that's (laughs) you're welcome um so what's new what are some what are some new things in your life babe tell me well i already know where he's trying to go with this question guys (laughs) basically yes i am in a relationship so if you were trying to get at me sorry (laughs) it's it's not possible for now no but yeah, I mean, I am in a relationship now. Um, it's very healthy relationship. I mean, like, I will say that I do not know what healthy relationships are. Like, I've literally never, ever been in one. I've never really, like, seen one, really. But I think that's what I'm, like, learning right now. How to be in a healthy relationship, how to not self-sabotage in a healthy relationship. Um, honestly, like, I just, yeah, I think the guy that I'm with now, he is so willing to, like, learn about me and learn about 
my past and my struggles and like he's very willing to adapt to you know how I am and I think that we both are teaching each other how to be more mature not just like in a life kind of way but in like an emotional intelligence kind of way I think we're both teaching each other patience and respect and just a mutual understanding of like we're in this together like let's you know do this together so I'm really like you know excited about that um and I am hoping you know that it stays going good and everything what what about you let's not you know focus on me with the man here hold up hold up hold up hold up let's bring it back Mm. real quick okay (laughs) (laughs) um i just like couldn't stop myself from cheesing that entire time because it really does make me so happy to hear you talk about um really what that sounded like to me is is that you're um you're in a place of of your own personal journey of working on yourself and doing that inner work and you know working through your traumas and working through experiences and all of that stuff right that you're putting the work in for yourself individually in tandem with nurturing a relationship a romantic partnership with somebody and like that is actually super powerful I think I think I think a lot of people think it's like you know, and there don't get me wrong too, there are definitely very so cases where this should be the case where if you know that you have kind of a long journey ahead of you of trying right. to do that inner work, maybe it's probably best to do that yeah, and focus first. on that mm-hmm. before, you know, diving into a relationship or whatever. Yeah. But I think that it is actually also super powerful to be on that journey in tandem with creating and cultivating a a relationship with somebody right with the knowledge you know that other person and yourself both having the knowledge that you're also doing that inner work yeah yeah exactly and that your relationship then also needs to be growing and evolving you know in tandem with that like right alongside with that and I just I love that I think that Obviously, it's like there's no such thing as perfect and there's always going to be missteps yeah. and there's always going to be mistakes made. Of course. But that's the human condition. Yeah. And I think what I really love seeing is that you're being you're learning about healthy connections. You're learning about healthy coping mechanisms. You're learning about all of this good stuff on your own personal journey that you're able to then put into like practice exactly yeah. within your relationship and then also within you know with it within everything really yeah. like your friendships and your familial relationships and everything but like that you really see a lot of those things manifest themselves yeah. whether they're you know healthy or or you know in your eyes deemed unhealthy coping yeah. mechanisms or whatever you see those manifest in romantic relationships quite often and yeah. so it's like really cool and powerful that you get to implement what you're learning yeah exactly and try to like you know make the best out of your journey in a sense of like you're going along the way getting all these lessons yeah and then you're able to actually like put those into practice I I I think that's 
incredible i think that's awesome no it is it definitely is it's definitely like something that wasn't expected either i think Mm -hmm. like people are right you know when they say like you don't have to like look for love like love will find you and i think that like every relationship i've had before this like i kind of was like looking for a partner i was looking for you know like somebody to just be there to validate me or you know whatever somebody to attach onto but I think like this relationship that I'm in now like was not something that I was looking for like me and him were friends before any of this and like you know I just think it's really amazing that I am able to grow alongside somebody because I never thought that that was like like possible at all you know I I was one of those people that thought that you had to like heal and like do everything for you first and then you know get into a relationship but I feel like this has taught me that it's possible to like grow and heal but do that with somebody right next to you and like you know have that support so yeah the support is like I think is probably one of the biggest things too right because we do lean on not only our family and our friends, but also our romantic right. partners yeah. for support. And I think um, I know in your experiences in the past and for sure my experiences as well, there, you know, there's really been a lack of yeah. support in a lot of ways where yeah. it's like people didn't understand where we were coming from or there wasn't any effort being put in to try to understand or to yeah. try to see us, um, you know, like where we were at or try to meet us where we were at um you know I just that's it's it's very much so night and day when you experience you know having basically zero support on that in that front versus actually having someone who's willing to like put in the work in that regard and I think that that is I think that's awesome yeah no definitely yeah so um okay on to you boo because <laughs> let's not try the princess what the fuck since we're claiming our men oh <laughs> is that what we're doing i guess so you know i might have like a little man <laughs> <laughs> not us in relationship. i know us in relationships at the same damn time that's like i don't think that's ever happened no i don't think it has either um yeah, I mean, you know, I've claimed someone. I'm not on social media anymore, which I said we're going to get into that. But, you know, if you're on my social media and the my most recent post, which was mm-hmm. like actually like a month-ish ago already by this point, um, y'all would know. You popped out on the gram <laughs> with the man. I, I may or may not have popped out on the gram. <laughs> oh, God. With a very handsome six three curly haired. Mm. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Shout out to my man too. Oh my god. Hey, yeah. To this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I hope he's listening. He will. I'll make him. Okay, okay, good. Um yeah, I I don't know why I'm like getting nervous oh, right now. Do you guys, see me? Getting red. <laughs> do, you, do you see me? Like I'm like shaking. What the heck? I just think it's I am such that person who, like, does not ever want to, like, feed into putting so much, um, like, weight on 
the whole like social media thing like oh I posted a picture with my mans and so like oh that means I claimed him and if I don't post a picture then that means I don't claim him like whatever I just because I think at one point in my life especially when I was really like getting into the dating scene and everything I put so much weight on that that it really tore down at like my self-esteem and everything um but I mean if we're gonna talk about like labels and shit like that I really haven't been in a I've dated obviously I've been dating like you know I mean we've I've thrown some shade at a couple people that I've dated in the past on this fucking podcast so I mean obviously I've been dating but I haven't you know called someone a boyfriend Mm -hmm. um it's funny saying that out loud um I haven't you know used that label right since I was 18 years old yeah like it's been a minute. Yeah, it definitely has. You have. You had know like what I mean. Boyfriend, boyfriend in a while. Yeah, and um, I just think like kind of like what you were saying. It, I mean, it really was also a case of like not searching for something. Right. I mean, in a way, I was, but in a way, I was like but the way that it like happened. Yeah, and I think too, maybe previously there was so much that I was putting like I was putting so much pressure on like. If I'm going to be on an app, you know, a dating app, and I'm going to be putting effort into this, like, my, I was attached to, like, this outcome in my mind of, like, I better fucking end up with a man. Yeah. You know, if I'm putting the effort in, like, that better be what happens. Right. And I think what was different this time around was that I was not... I wasn't so attached to that. Like, I wasn't so stuck on... Like, I was kind of... I, I felt more in a sense of being, like, what happens, happens. Yeah. And Definitely. I'm cool either way. Yeah. And I think that was obviously like a a much different beginning mm-hmm. to this relationship than I've experienced very recently, you yeah. know, last year, the year before, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. And then I also think too, um, which this is super interesting. And I kind of want to hear your thoughts about this is like dating during a pandemic. Oh, yeah. Like what? I literally what? Like what? But also... There were quite a few pros to that, yeah. I feel like, in my opinion. For sure. The first time that we hung out, I, like, went over and we, like, had homemade margs or something mm. and we just talked. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, a dinner situation, like, a, like out yeah. at a restaurant. Yeah. It wasn't a bar situation. Right. It wasn't, like, you know, I just felt, like, off the bat it was mm. more intimate. For sure. And I think that allowed me to get more comfortable faster. Mm-hmm by like the second or third time hanging out second or third date whatever you want to call it I mean he was cooking dinner for me we were connecting on things that I feel like I wasn't touching with other people until like we were already a month two months in Mm -hmm. and this so it felt much faster but it felt good yeah um because you girl like you know every time that I'm talking about like dating especially nowadays and in you know with social media and everything and how it's like we're so accustomed to instant gratification yeah and literally my biggest thing with dating nowadays was the fact that I could be talking to someone and in the there's always that constant thought in the back of my mind that they could literally scroll for two seconds on their fucking explore page on Instagram and deep slide into someone's DMs if they wanted to definitely and people literally like do that That is very real. And it's always this mindset of like the grass is greener on the other side. The grass is greener. The grass is greener. So they're always looking for the next best thing. Right. 
And I'm not wired that way. Yeah. It's very difficult for me to to look at that and be like, oh, I can be cool with that. Yeah. So I don't know, like just like date versus that, like past experiences. And then right. now with this experience, I just think that was also like such a big difference as well. I agree. Like, I think that you're right. Things are so much more intimate because it's not like the regular, right, going out like to a restaurant or going out to a bar, you know, like going out in public necessarily, you know, like these people that we are dating, like we started this relationship in a very intimate setting because we couldn't go out and we couldn't be around other people. Like it was just me and him or you and him. You right. Know? Right. So I definitely think that, yeah, dating in a pandemic is like, it's very different. And I will definitely say that there are lots of pros. I, I agree. I think that me and my boyfriend, we had like so much more time to learn about each other because it was literally just me and him. We were right. not around anyone else. It was just me and him learning about each other, hanging out with each other. And I've never really done that before. I mean, to an extent, but I think like, yeah, I've never been in a relationship where right off the bat, like we just, it's just me and him. And we're just like constantly learning about each other and always talking because in a pandemic, I mean, you're bored. Like, you know, we're not out, we're not doing things that we're usually doing. So you're constantly talking to each other all the time, or at least that's how, you know, I was. So I definitely agree. I I think that I'm glad that it kind of started in this time because not only did we have like time to learn about each other, but also this was such a hard time for everyone. Everyone. Emotionally, you know, in all aspects of life, this was a really tough time and we need people to lean on, you know, and like I definitely found that in moments where I felt like I was going absolutely crazy, like being stuck in the house or not having any not being around other people because I'm kind of like a social person sometimes I definitely have like a social media meter that will run out like I cannot be around <laughs> girl that social quota right I <laughs> cannot be, be around pe- right I cannot be around people for that long but I will say that you know in moments where I was like damn I'm really down bad right now I had him to you know like talk to and vice versa when he was you know like feeling really lonely and whatever because of all the shit that has been going on we had each other to like confide in and talk to and it was easy to do that because we knew each other so well already so yeah I I agree with what you just said yeah I am curious I want to know when was there a moment for you and maybe it was like over you know several moments over time whatever right was there a moment for you where you thought to yourself like, oh, this is different this time around? Like there's something about this energy within Definitely. this connection that is different yeah. than than things that I've experienced yeah. in the past. No, definitely. There were quite a few moments, I think, where I was like, oh, wow, like this is not nothing like I've ever experienced before. I think like like I said previously me and, you know, this guy, we were friends really before like we started I think he like he always had a crush on me duh like look at me but no but (laughs) but I think that we started out though as just like friends we were just talking friendly and I think from that in itself I was just like he doesn't want anything from me but to just 
be my friend and mm. just to talk to me and like i said that in itself was just something i've literally never experienced before i've never experienced a guy just wanting to like talk to me just to talk to me not because he wants to like have like sex right. or you know there's other motive there so i think that was one big moment but another like i know one that really really stands out is the first time we actually like ever met and like his vibe was so easygoing like I could tell that he wasn't nervous at all. And I was like, I was so nervous to be like, Oh my God, is this going to work out? Like, what if we don't like each other really? Because we had just been FaceTiming, you know, everything was over the phone, but he was so like laid back and so chill. And it wasn't in like a nonchalant, like, Oh, I don't give a fuck kind of way. It was in a way where it's like, I'm comfortable with you already. And like, that was just such like a, not even what's the opposite of a red flag? I don't know, a green flag. Like, <laughs> it was such like a a point where I was like, wow, like he's, <laughs> he's comfortable around me. That yeah. means that I'm doing something right, you know? And like, I just think, yeah. And then when I decided that we were going to be together, like he was, it was just such like a different approach than I've ever like experienced because I think, he had asked me to like be his girlfriend and I said no at first. Like I did. Like, Oh my God. Wait, what? Yeah. When he first came and visited, I didn't know that when he first came here, the first time we met, um, it was like probably like the second or third day we were together. Cause he came for like, like four or five days. And yeah, he asked me like, I think we should make this official. And I was like, no, I don't think we should. And it wasn't because like, I didn't like him. It was because I felt like, no, I'm not ready. Like right. I'm not ready to do this. And I was expecting him to be like, what the fuck? Like, and you felt like you were not ready because you're like, like what we were talking about yeah. earlier. Like you're on your own personal journey yeah, of exactly. working through a lot of things. And I think, acknowledging where you're at in that journey to be able to be like, can I confidently step into something where it's not going to be like, holy fuck, I made a mistake because I, I jumped into something that I wasn't prepared for. Definitely. So that, that is why I said no. Yeah. I said no, because I just felt like I'm still struggling to take care of myself and worry about myself. I, I don't think I can deal with worrying about another person, not worrying, but you know, like, having another person to think about well i mean yeah it's a connection is a connection you have to you have to nurture it you have to like you have to it's a two-way street at the end of the day and it's like if you're not able to put in the the necessary effort to nurture that relationship right that's so valid and totally fair but but the the differences is being upfront about that yeah exactly Yeah. yeah so so yeah i said no and he was like he didn't get mad at all. He j- he literally was like, okay, like that was it. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, um, I was expecting like chaos. You, respect- you, know? you were expecting like pushback. Yeah, I yeah. was expecting him to be like, what, like why, you know, whatever. And then when I finally decided, you know, like a month or two later that I was ready, he was not at all like, oh, now, now you want to be ready. No, he was like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And I was like, wow like wow like and it was it was really like a wow moment for me like i i've never and that sounds like such like bare minimum like (laughs) respect but the truth is i don't think that i've ever had bare minimum respect i think in a lot of relationships that i've been in respect has been like the lowest like there's no there's there's never has been any to be honest there was never real respect for me and i feel like 
that's a really big difference in this relationship that I'm in now is that there's just a mutual respect for each other and each other's feelings and I think we both are learning how to you know put things in each other's perspective so right I forgot what the question was but no 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 you're good I I actually love that you talked about feeling like this is actually probably the bare minimum but I'm still I think it's important that you're that you saw that and you were like okay bare minimum but this is a this is a turning point for me because this isn't something that I've experienced and to experience that and then to acknowledge that this should moving forward this should be baseline yeah exactly is like I mean hello that's that's the whole gag right it's like that's that's it that's what it's about I was literally thinking the same thing like when I asked the question like what was the moment that you felt like oh this you know this is different I was thinking in my head thinking of the moment and I think for me there's like there's several um but one of the first ones that came to my mind which I'm going to share here um, I thought I was like that's kind of bare minimum bullshit yeah. but it was such a moment of like whether this is bare minimum or not um, or like others could look at it like that yeah. whatever in most recent experiences clearly the bare minimum there was not met right <laughs> you know and so I guess let me just explain so we have been dating for maybe like a month and a half ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, you and I personally were dealing with some, you know, chaos at home yeah. and like trying to maneuver that and trying right. to, um, stay grounded for ourselves. Literally. But then also now, like for me personally, in those moments, I was like, but I'm also trying to cultivate a relationship with this, with this individual. Like I, you know, need to figure out where I'm at emotionally and mentally so that I can you know move forward or or step back if I need to from whatever was like building and growing here um and I remember I was I it was like one of those days where it was like a really like you know emotionally taxing day right and I remember I don't know if he brought it up or if I brought it up but Basically, someone acknowledged that, like, the energy was kind of off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I was just, like, texting kind of weird or, like, whatever. And right. obviously, communication through text sometimes can be very, like, hit or miss. Yeah. Um, but basically, I, which I have done this in the past, where I was just like, you know what? Let me just trust in the fact that I can be open and honest about what's going on for me personally to this person that I am still getting to know. Right. And hopefully they can receive that and be supportive. And if not, then hopefully they can be honest about that and like, let me know. Um, So I wrote him this long ass text because I was too nervous to give him a call and talk to him, even though I think that's like super important too. like most important conversations should should definitely be, if not face to face, definitely I need to hear your voice. Yeah. But I was just like, I'm just going to send this text because I want to be able to like press send and then just like put my phone away. Yeah. And so I sent him this whole long thing. And he texted back, can I give you a call? Mm. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and I that's, was that's like, the one. I was like, I just saw like 
red basically yeah. and not like that sounds weird actually i i Black not in a way not fucking penelope literally <laughs> fucking Disick. kardashian right oh no no not not a fucking black outfit of rage no i just like i almost i think a better way to describe it is like i got so scared yeah that i like saw my life flash before no, my eyes I because get that yeah because in the past like i've said right in past experiences when i've tried to be open like that and like step into vulnerability mm-hmm. in that way girl yeah it has in a multitude of ways been thrown back in my face Definitely. or guys have just been so like i am not here for yeah. your personal shit and like i can't like whatever yeah and i i think i thought um that in a twisted way that that was like normal that yeah. for me to unload my personal issues onto a person that I'm, you know, freshly getting to know right. that it's like, you know, how dare I yeah. do that? Mm-hmm. And so when he texted me, like being like, can I give you a call? I was like, Oh fuck. Like, yeah, he's going to be like, I can't, yeah, you know, do like, this anymore. yeah. Like yeah. I want to end this, like whatever. Yeah. So I kid you not when I send him a message being like, yeah, you can give me a call now. I was preparing for the worst. Right. I was like, this is not going to continue. Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to be okay? I think I can be okay, but yeah. I always say that and then yeah. I'm not. And so he gave me a call and he was just so like, I could tell from like the first sentence mm-hmm. that he had read everything that I had sent him yeah. and he actually had like thought about it. Yeah. And gave it, like, a little bit of his time mm-hmm. to, like, process. Mm-hmm. And he was just, like... Because I think I said in the text message, actually. I was, like, if this is too much for you... Right. Let, let me, me know. know. Yeah. And, like, I understand, but just let me know. Mm-hmm. And he was just, like, just so, like, supportive. Yeah. And, and like, very, like, warm. And yeah. was just, like, this isn't too much for me. Yeah. You know, I am getting to know you. Yeah. And in that process, I'm wanting to get to know all parts of you. Mm -hmm. And it just felt, it was like I was preparing for the worst Mm -hmm. and I got an amazing outcome. Yeah. Like I got a very supportive, like warm, Mm -hmm. very sweet, like response. Yeah. And it, it was like almost laughable in the moment because... I just kept thinking, wow, this is so not what I'm yeah. used to. Yeah. I think that every day. Like, so yeah. not what I'm used yeah. to. Yeah. And I think for me, that was like one of those moments, whether someone could look at that and be like, girl, that's the bare minimum. Right. Whatever. It was still a moment yeah, for, for me you. Yeah. that I was like, this feels different. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it yet. Yeah. But it feels different. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that. Yeah. I think that's super special. Yeah. I feel like that's like, those are good vibes attached to something that is still, you know, moving forward and still like being built and is growing, you know, as far as the relationship and the connection goes. But I, I just, I can confidently say that I'm like enjoying myself and enjoying my time with this person. And, and I really like, I think that in the way that I'm thinking about, how I'm meant to grow this relationship or like what dating's meant to look like or whatever. I think that I'm proud of myself 
of trying to unlearn a lot of things that I was conditioned to think about dating and like what this means and what this doesn't mean. And, you know, like, I don't fucking, you know, just like the bullshit that we're always like, oh my God, does does this mean he likes me or does this mean he doesn't? Like that shit. Yeah. And, and to be able to then unlearn a bunch of that, not all of it, but uh, you know, still work in progress, but unlearn a lot of that and then like teach myself new stuff or like, you know, through talking to you, Mm -hmm. talking to other people. And then again, being able to like implement that and try to like put that into practice, I think is so important. I'm, I've always been that person who can in certain moments really give awesome advice. And I, and I love to be super supportive in that way to the people that I love and I care about. But I, in the same fucking breath, will turn around and not listen to what I'm telling somebody else. Exactly. Same here. You know? Yeah. And I just think like, that is such a a huge change yeah. for me, yeah. really, at the end of the day. Yeah. It's like everything is changing. Yeah. Damn, I wish I knew the One Direction song changes so I could sing it. <laughs> I just thought about that and I was like, don't Not know the words One though. Direction, but girl, Harry Styles. Mm. You can't say anything on that topic. <laughs> Bro, I used, no, I used to be obsessed with him. Remember that? Like, human size poster i had in my room yes the pillowcase oh yeah i had a pillowcase i had like i had a human size harry styles poster in my room i don't know if like anyone else had those probably not no but like one direction was huge bro huge and like and they're like british so like i know like it was just like a whole thing yeah it was was a whole thing but i'm not gonna like i'm shit i'm not hating i'm still over here being fucking no harry styles is still i if i could have a life-size poster of him <laughs> in my room today i would i wonder what happened to that poster i had actually oh yeah what did happen to that we still have the the no pillowcase. the pillowcase yeah we still have that pillowcase but i think i got thrown out or something or i ripped it or something i don't know uh, who knows yeah i don't know i was like 13 like pretending that like me and Harry Styles were gonna like get married. I know everybody else did that shit too, so don't pretend like you didn't like pretend that you and some celebrity were gonna get married. Like I always see those TikToks like <laughs> me when I was thirteen going to a Justin Bieber concert, like trying to look mysterious <laughs> so he would like pick me out in the crowd. If I did go to a One Direction concert, that would be me like trying to pretend to be like mysterious. I literally like I'm fucking eleven. Ew. Disgusting. <laughs> Braces, glasses. I don't like Oh, I remember, yeah, and Zane too. Yeah, Zane too. He's still fine. Yeah, he's always been. Him fine, and though. Harry were like always the finest to me. Y- who was your favorite though? Harry was Harry always was my favorite. Get, remember who mine was? Fucking Liam. Ugh. Isn't he homophobic? Yes. How <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> no, but he's like, like what the hell? Why is that just like another tick against me for not being a great judge of character? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. You should not. I forgot that you were in love with him. I feel like nobody was in love with Louis. Like, sorry. And I don't know what happened to Niall. He tried to make music, I think. I think he, he's no, pretty he popular still. Oh. I know he had like one really popular song when I lived in England. He still had a really popular one. All I'm saying is, is that I would not give actually any money to the group. Um, oh yeah, me either. Just Harry. Yeah. At same. this point. I would give Zayn money too. He's a really good singer. Yeah. But he doesn't make music like well, that. No. Yeah. He doesn't. Remember when he did though? Uh, yeah. But... Pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> that was one sweetie, of his songs sweetie please don't. and he did like a remix of like a rap song he like tried to sing it like an r&b kind of yeah. i forgot which one yeah. it was 
but that was fire. No, he he has the best voice. No, yeah, he does. Hands down, has yeah. the best voice. But I'm just saying. He's like out of the... I will shell out some coins for a Harry Styles concert. Yeah, me too. Like, well, I, I don't really know his music now, but yeah. I mean, I damn. would still just to like see him. Um, Pillows suck. <laughs> <laughs> I forget how that song goes. That's I think he had like Gigi Hadid in that video. Yeah. Pretty it's sure. okay. You don't need to remember how it goes. You cannot sing to save your life. Um, okay. So how I want to wrap up this episode though, because we've spent the majority of it talking about One Direction. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were some highlights for you from this past year? Or just recently that like you, it just made you feel like you were surrounded by good energy and like that's, you're carrying that type of energy with you, you know, moving forward. Um, I actually like literally the minute you said that I thought of this one memory of me and Sonia, my best, like, oh my not God. even my best friend, like, my fucking soulmate, literally. Hey, girl. Um, hi, Sonia. Hey, I know Sonia. you're listening to this. I love you. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but it was, like, one time, me and her, I just, like, went to her um, old place, like, where she used to live, and um, we, like, smoked, I think, yeah. and we, like, we're doing face masks, and we Wait, were- Wait, that's so cute. No, and, like, it was, like, just, like, the most, like, simple, like, I was literally sitting on her couch, she was sitting on her floor, like, and we just put on, I think, AC Slater, and, like, you know, because we were obviously, like, a little lifted. <laughs> yeah. So, we, like, put it on, and we were, Iran, literally, for, like, 10 minutes straight, we were not speaking, we were just dancing, like, in place, though, like, I was sitting down, and, like, we were just, like- <laughs> I don't even know. Like, we were just dancing like crazy. You know, like how you dance at like a rave or whatever. We were just like s- sitting there, just dancing and not speaking like for 10 minutes straight. And like, I just remember like when we were done, like we like looked at each other and we were like, what the fuck? Like, why are we just like sitting here? But like that memory just like stands out to me because I know like in that, in those 10 minutes, like I was not worried about anything but Mm -hmm. the music and my soulmate like right next to me and it was just like such good vibes and like I always think of that memory like that's what I want to bring into 2021 like just literally good vibes like not worrying about anything else just trying to live in the moment because I think that moment was like one moment where I really was just like in the moment I was not caring about anything and it was the most simplest like day of my life we didn't like we weren't out here doing crazy shit like we were literally doing face masks isn't it crazy how when you focus on literally just being in the moment like where are your worries bitch literally nowhere nowhere to be found found. exactly and and i know that in a lot of cases that's so much easier said than done yeah but the power of that is insane yeah the fact that literally and I know that, like, my fellow spiritual people will understand this. Sometimes when I'm trying to talk about this with, like, the everyday person, they're like, bitch, what? are you crazy? But I, and I know you get this, yeah. but, like, it is crazy how truly the only thing that it is existing in any moment is the present is right moment. Now, yeah. Literally, Damn, that's, that's it. That's so crazy. Like, that's all that exists. Yeah. The past no longer exists. Yeah. It only exists within our memories. Right. And the future obviously doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. And I think we just put so much pressure on the past and the future. Yeah. 
that it's like constant stress, constant stress, yeah, constant like anxiety, constant worry, yeah. So I love that even if it, you know, only lasted forever, how long it lasted, literally, yeah, that it was like something that you experienced. I love that for you. What about you? Like, let's hear your little cute moment. I just, well, first and foremost, going back to what you just said, I also just miss that energy of just being with fucking dope ass people, listening to music, being surrounded by strangers really that also, you know, are also listening to the same thing and like are vibing on your same frequency. Like I just, I really miss that. So I just needed to say that because that's what you made me think about Right. right then and there. For me, highlights, I just feel like obviously it was such a focus for me and I think this is going to be a recurring theme in the new year for me just Mm -hmm. like astrology wise like the energies I just there was such a focus on my relationships Mm -hmm. my core relationships like there was so many people that in 2019 I was kicking with all the time Mm -hmm. that now in 2021 where we don't have a connection anymore and I and it's like, yeah, there's like parts of that that can be sad. Yeah. But it's like, that's also the, I, I feel like that's a huge point in all of this anyways. Yeah. To like, when you're evolving and you're growing within yourself, that's reflected in the relationships that you maintain around yeah. you. And I think that even though, yeah, I think it's sad that some of my friendships didn't last through 2020. Right. I think that, I mean, shit, like yeah. where I'm at, with who surrounds me now Mm -hmm. is exactly what it needs to look like exactly what it needs to be exactly and um i just think you know as far as highlights go really cultivating and and spending time with people that fucking inspire me that make me work harder that you know ground me that make me feel like I'm not fucking manic and like you know floating in space half the time like bring me down to earth like just so many just so many like moments with those connections yeah like with you with our family with with my mans like (laughs) like just you know it's like the circle is small the circle has always been small it's been small for a reason it will always be small like we're all about exclusive here because you have to always be mindful about who you're sharing your energy with right and i think that's been such a big lesson for me so the highlights i think i'll just wrap them all into one Mm -hmm. i've just been cultivating those relationships that have made me realize that baby it's who you choose to you know you have the the choice and the free will to where you're directing your energy, what you're spending your time on, right. who you're spending your time with. Right. And if it's not working for you, like no tea, no shade against those people. And I yeah. truly mean this. Like sometimes that's just how it is. Yeah. Like we're not vibing anymore. I don't, I'm not like wishing ill will on yeah. you, but it's like, it's time to go our separate ways. And I really am happy with how a lot of that has turned out because in those like in the past maybe I think I probably would have been like so like oh my god you know like all my friends (laughs) are just horrible and you know whatever and it's like now I'm just like I know I have one or two or even three like real ass bitches that will actually that are ride or dies and it and it really just that means a lot to me too because even circling back to the beginning of this conversation talking about support, talking about who we can lean on, talking about 
all the bullshit that we've been through yeah collectively yeah with within this past year it's like knowing where you can actually lean on and it'll be solid ground for you right is so crucial so i that yeah right that's it for me it's the growth for me <laughs> it's the motherfucking growth for me it's the evolution for me it's the coronavirus. Oh, oh, it's the coronavirus is over because it's 2021 for me. It's the the coronavirus knew not to go to Miami because everyone was vacationing there for me. Period. It's the coronavirus isn't on the airplanes or at the airport <laughs> for me. I don't even know why I said that. Sorry. Honestly, I don't. Even, you know what it is for me though? It is your multitude of hair colors this year for me bitch sweetie don't get me started because i have turned from a bad bitch to a bad bitch to a bad bitch to even better bitch who do you can rock all these colors bro i could rock like any color like i could like any color i could i definitely i believe that like i really could i believe that my hair is black now for everybody that doesn't know yeah you started you got some so you started off at like a nice little like light brown and then you went into like a little blonde moment right well a highlighted moment then to an actual blonde moment and then to like a hot pink moment right and then to a red moment Mm -hmm. and then to a black moment and then to a black moment right and i'm like the black i think is like a vibe it is giving me me fucking life it really is yeah i really like the black i think i'm gonna keep it for a while i love that for you i look very hispanic Oh, let's cut that part out. <laughs> Shut the hell oh up. My oh my god. Um, thank you for fucking being on the podcast again. Of course. Thank you guys for requesting me <laughs> to be back. And no, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks for bringing me back. I'll be back again. Duh, obviously. Obviously. No, I I really I always appreciate like you coming on, but um I just we don't really, I feel like we don't get to see each other that much as of late. Right. Because you're always with your man. I'm with my mans. But bitch, I'm also working. Don't okay, even play me like so that. so am I. Don't play with me. Well, I was about to say you're working. I was, your, your mans wasn't the first thing on fucking my mind. Okay, bitch. That's because my man. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. <Love that. laughs> but I really appreciate it. I love you so much. Really quick before you go, just because, well, just in case, actually, they didn't hear it in the, you know, if y'all didn't listen to the first episode that this bitch was on, which was the very first episode of La Chismosa Diaries, what are you doing, right. first of all? Go listen to that. Come on now. Right. And second of all, um, plug your shit. Instagram, Bella underscore ALV, Bella with one L, stop playing with me. Twitter, Bella Alv, no underscore. And that's it. Y'all don't need my Snapchat. Y'all don't need my TikTok. No. The rest is private. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, follow me, please. Oh my God, I need followers. <laughs> Give me Instagram, baby. Oh my God. Leave. All right. And as you guys know, too, please connect with me and the podcast at La Chismosa Diaries on Instagram. I said I kept saying I was going to touch on this, but I t- totally forgot to touch on this. The fact that I am not on social media oh, yeah, right now. Well, we can touch on that in another right. episode, but. I am not on social media right now, except for my podcast. So please, if you guys want to reach out to me, you guys have questions, you guys have input, you know, whatever you're vibing with, you can reach me at Lachismosadaries on Instagram. So just remember that. I love you guys so much. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>